Above Standard, the podcast where you get deep into the shit that you share with your flatties when hungover on a Sunday, or that one cool story you flex on your first date. Tune in to hear experts, experiences, and to become our best friends via the internet. Above Standard has no tolerance for racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, or any other discrimination. If at any point you feel that we have stepped over this mark, please do not hesitate to get in contact with us. We understand we are two white, cis, heterosexual females giving us a point of privilege, but that does not mean we're not willing to learn from our mistakes. If you need to get in contact, please do so via our Instagram at Above Standard Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Above Standard. Hi guys. Just in case you haven't listened before, my name is Ella. And I'm Alice. And we're here obviously with Above Standard. You probably just heard our lit new fucking intro. How yeah. is that? So that's going to be coming up every now and then. No more long. Well, I guess it's more effective in the studio, but Ella doesn't have to blab on. Yeah, yeah. We can just get straight into things. So let's start with Above Standard and Below Standard. Alice, do you want to start? Oh, yeah. Hmm, yeah, I'll start. I'll start us off. Well, above standard. Today I didn't have any uni. It was lovely. And I went to De Papa and mm-hmm. I went walking just around Wellington. I'm also very excited to be back in the Salient studio and working on this back in Wellington together, mm-hmm. which is great. And my below standard, um, well, I currently have this job and it's like for an hour every morning and I have to go I go and I look after these little girls across the road and they're awesome and I'm starting to like love them but I have to wake up at 6.50 and it's been taking a toll like I'm not a morning person and naps have now become very incorporated into my daily schedule because you can't hack 6.50am <laughs> no fair enough bro I used to wake up at like 11 yeah you're not a morning person at all <laughs> my above and below standard my above standard this week is that I've recently signed up to the gym which has been a fucking investment because mm. Les Mills is expensive but I've actually just noticed such a big improvement in my energy and like my mental health which is kind of crazy because I've never my close friends will know that it takes so much I like I need so much um support like going out and doing exercise um like back at high school my friends would all go to the gym regularly um and it would be a drag like the only thing I'd do is like go up to Mata Peak but yeah so I'm I'm getting into that it feels really good um my below yeah, standard above. is um the fact that we're back in level two and we have to do some classes on zoom which is really i've just found it's thrown me so much Mm, Um, yeah i know it's it's not the same as in person no it's not like honestly i don't mind zoom but i just want either all my lectures on zoom or all my lectures in person i fucking hate going in between like just ruins my day um but that's Mm. enough complaining now anyway enough below standards but this episode unlike literally all of our past episodes it's just Ella and I in the studio today we haven't got anyone else with us so yeah it's exciting this episode is called become our best friends via the internet so since our I guess listening circle is growing quite a bit um we're getting massive we're getting massive um we thought it's a, an appropriate time to really get to know us better. So you guys have sent in some fucking wild questions. Nah, what? They're not too wild. No, pretty, no just like real good juicy yeah, questions. Juicy, so, informative, really what we were going for. Yeah, so by the end of this, you'll definitely feel like you know us better. Um, so should we start off with a real basic one? What is our yes. full name? How old are we? Where are we? Where are we from? And where are we based now? Yes. Alice, you go. Okay. Well, my name is Alice. Alice Crisp and I am originally from Auckland, born and bred, and then moved to Wellington, obviously. And how old are you? Oh, I'm 20. I'm turning 21 in May. Okay, awesome. Um, my name's Ella Ann Hugerbrug. That is my full Ooh, name. Full. You pronounce my last name Hugerbrug. In Holland, you probably pronounce it something like Hockebrug or something fucking oh, whack like that. Holland? What do you even. Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> so Holland is the place, but you speak yeah. Dutch. Um, and, but yeah, just say Hugebrug, that's fine. I'm also 20, I'm also turning 21 in May. Alice and I are actually one week apart. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, and birthdays, and uh, now I'm based in Kelburn. I was based in Hawke's Bay and Havelock North. Um, grew up there my whole life. Mm. And yeah. Amazing. So we've managed to look through all of the questions. Mm-hmm. Split them up into three different categories. So high school slash uni, 
intimacies mm-hmm. and then other which is <laughs> I don't know other, other there's no. some no, there's some like good questions but we just couldn't categorise yeah. them so we'll probably we just, yeah we got a lot so it's kind of going to be like that's why we yeah. categorise them quick fire or unless we have a good old story to go with mm. oh you know who knows yeah. where the fuck's happening yeah so I thought we should start with high school slash uni because I guess that's the most obtainable it's not too juicy just yet Yes. Um, so, Alice, I have a question for you. Mm, How was your transition to first year um, from being a student at high school? My transition, so going from high school student to uni student first year. Well, we were talking about this just before, and I was saying mine was pretty different, I guess you could say, because I went to pretty much a little bit about me as I went to private school in Auckland, and then in year 13, I lived in Wanaka for a year and did this um, program called... Um, Mount Aspiring College Outdoor Pursuits so it was like independent living and I lived in a flat with like five of my friends randoms from all around the the country um and we did everything ourselves and we pretty much flattered for the year and just did like a bunch of real cool extreme activities during the week and during the weekend such as um skiing tramping whitewater rafting um and so I was pretty much living on my own well, independent living, already doing all the stuff you kind of expect to be doing when flatting, cleaning, cooking, blah, blah, blah. And then halls was kind of a step back from that because I'd kind of already got all this independence and kind of... Cooked for yourself, yeah, cleaned for yourself. got all these skills that I was like, okay, these are coming into life now. You know, I'm growing up. But, I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, I got food, like, cooked for me. Probably wasn't the best, but, you know, still nonetheless cooked for me. Mm. had a room like didn't really have to have all those responsibilities it was quite it was interesting I was kind of ready to just be like yeah flatting but also I wouldn't change it yeah Yeah. so but was halls good for you yeah hell yeah I loved halls like met so many amazing people and just had the best experience ever yeah but yeah it was kind of a step back yeah you already made those those, yeah but I wouldn't say it was a negative step back like normally yeah yeah oh that's fair yeah so that was me what about you? Um, thank, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> Got to remember to do that when there isn't a third person in the room now. Yeah, um, How was so your transition from first year? From Wait, high school to first year? Yeah, that one. It was pretty good overall. Like Overall, high school for me was also pretty good. I've actually been really, really fortunate. And please don't come at me and think I don't realise that. I've been really lucky with my run of high school. There's some pretty fucking big blips at high school, to be fair. But, oh, hell yeah. Um, Going into first year for me was just something I was so ready for. Like I was so fucking ready for it probably since the age I was like 16. Um, mm-hmm. I was just always thinking about leaving high school, leaving Hawke's Bay. Um, it small was, town syndrome. Yeah, I guess so, small town syndrome. Like I have great people back in Hawke's Bay and, uh, and those great people are either still there or they've gone off to university and stuff. But I was just so ready to leave. Like I was just, you know, what is it? Chomping at the bit. Bursting at the seams? No, chomping at the bit to to saying it's about horses when they're chomping at the bit when they really want to go somewhere or something. Oh, okay. Horse horse girl. My mum is a horse girl. No No way! What is? Was. Was, is. Uh, Like, I got her like a horse riding present. Like, oh, let's go on a horse trek. Should flip her shit. That's so cute. Yeah, so bless her. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I was just over high school and I was ready to leave and I kind of was always coming to Wellington um, and I had a few friends coming to Wellington as well but most of them were going to Dunedin and Christchurch yeah um so for me it was a really it was like fully jumping in the deep end but I was fucking so amped for it um mm. I mean it is a fucking exciting part of life yeah like you're officially on your own I think we do have to say though like Alice and I had really good experiences in the halls like mm. ours is probably like I described as like the grade A experience we were really really fortunate with the people we were surrounded by not much Um, drama not much drama no boy issues no Mm. i don't know just anything you could think that anything you go in thinking is going to go wrong nothing went wrong in the way that you thought you know so in saying that we'll probably get something terrible happen to us when we're like 28 so fuck touch wood yeah touch the wood (laughs) um the transition was good i did miss a lot of my friends though like the friends that i'm with now I love them so much and they're definitely more my people but that transition from high school to first year like I don't know my friends are all partying in Dunedin they're all on Castle Street and that was definitely my vibe through high school and now Mm. I've definitely mellowed out like I was always the mum of the group but fuck I 
do love a good night out. So coming to Wellington, it was a bit more mellow. Mm. Next question under school, high school. Mm. Ella, what was your favourite high school memory? I've got... I've got so many things written down. I've got kicking people's butts and debates. Oh. I love debating at high school. I Mm -hmm. did choir. I did debating. I did mathletics. Like, Mm -hmm. I was mad nerd power. But, like, I just loved it. It was so much fun being in an environment with people who were equally as competitive over really stupid. Well, it's not stupid, but, like, silly stuff. Niche stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed my year 13 year. I felt like our year group got really close and then we Mm. had this awesome year 13 party at the end of the year and we just saw all the most unsuspecting people get hammered and like I told every single guy at this party who who had had a crush on at high school that I liked them you like that movie 13 wait no no what's that thing on Netflix I don't know all the boys up before I told there was like four people I'd had a crush on and I was like did you know in year 9 I had the biggest crush on you and they were like what and I was like yeah (laughs) bye ran away (laughs) I was so dumb laters Um, but like overall in high school I've written down here some of my favourite high school memories were seeing like some of my closest friends really succeed at stuff Um, like I remember so in high school there was four of us me, Chantal, Eden and Marlene and I just have like distinct memories of like Marlene doing this business project it was like Young Enterprise and she did really well and then Eden was or still is probably really good at football and so like seeing her go off to like I, what is it, Ames? Oh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, that's Ames. Ames and things like that. And then my friend Chantal just like, we've already had her on the podcast, like flourishing with her like food and her Instagram. And then mm. at one point she like branched out and went for student rep and that was like so out of her comfort zone, but she did it. So for me in reflection, those are some of my favourite memories. But along with that is, of course, like just parties. Yeah. Yeah, like dumb parties. Mm. The yeah, the fun of all that. I know what you mean. Mm. What are your favourite high school memories? What are your top three? Um, well, I've gone in down here. It's interesting because I spent so my all my high school from year seven to year twelve at St. Cal's, right? And I had my friends that I've had and I went to an all girls school, so um they were my closest mates. Um and then when it came to year thirteen, I kind of just packed up and left. Mm. which was like something I was like really really excited about but also hadn't really thought about the fact that like I was just kind of leaving your yeah, last year of I high was kind of like I'm leaving St. Cuth's like mm. bye mm. but um obviously all my friends came with that which I actually didn't really care about too much which was kind of crazy but obviously I care about my friends and I I was just kind of confident in the fact that I knew that um it'd be fine but it was kind of buzzy because I went down for a year and I feel like what you said that your high your year group got really close mm. I feel like that happened when I left as well so I was yeah. down in Monaco with like a whole year group of new people which was like kind of scary like you shouldn't be starting to meet friends again in year 13 you know like from scratch mm. but I kind of actually loved it like I met some amazing people and I think the variation between the, such extremes high schools it was something I really really liked and <clears throat> coming with it I guess the experience I got at Mount Aspiring, which is outdoor pursuits, like skiing on a half day on a Tuesday or like going kayaking or fucking going curling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think those ones really stood out for me. Also, oh, I did write with them one more thing. My dean at St. Cast was like so awesome. And teachers, mm. the connections, I made some great connections with teachers and tutors. Mm. I think that was a big highlight. What were some of your worst high school experiences? Um, specifically with teachers? No, just no, in general. Generally, okay. Oh, um, it, uh, it <clears> yeah. The with, question was with teachers. So let's just do teachers. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I was pretty lucky. I really made connections with a lot of my teachers, and I think I was very like not mature, but I just like wanted to be friends with them rather than like a lot of my high school but I had the wackest fucking I didn't even know what class it was for okay it was kind of for like this <laughs> it was kind of like a study class where they give it to you to have more time to work on stuff and it's run by an English teacher and um his name was Mr Howe and he was like fucking crazy I just remember him he, I didn't even see I kind of blacked it out to be honest but so an example of just how whack he was was like I remember in year 11, I think it was, I had PE uh, period three um, 
and that was on one side of the school and then I had Engl- this English class on the other uh, side of the school and we had 10 minutes to get there and in that 10 minutes we had to go back to the locker, get changed and like get all our shit together and then go to next class. And if we were a minute late, like a minute, like out. literally any second, he would, he would send us, no, he'd give us a fucking detention. And it was like, yeah. and we, we would, we went, spent like two weeks trying to like get this perfect time frame of like, okay, if we leave, ask to leave PE like one minute early because teachers hate you leaving class early, like especially us, our teacher. We're like, okay, we'll leave a little bit earlier, like, really, really fast, like, leave our socks on so we don't have to put the, like, shit like yeah. that. And we'd always get there, and he'd put up, like, a massive fuss, and he'd just be super blunt about it and was super, like... He probably hated his job, to be honest. I think he did. He was the type of guy who was like... Fuck this, I'm going to make it miserable. You, you're like... Mah. Yeah, I had a PE teacher like that. His name was Mr. Johnson, and he was like... He looked like a seagull, and he was wait, like... Wait. He looked How like a seagull. Like, he had this big nose, and it was real red, like a seagull beak. Oh, yeah? And um, he oh, he was just such a twat, eh? Like, he was like... So he's a health... Because at our school, the PE teacher was the health teacher. Yeah, same. And mm. he was, like, scared of, like periods and shit I'd like it would be like oh so like I can't go swimming today like I've got my period and like when you were year 10 that's a genuine excuse because lots of girls haven't used tampons yet it's still still quite scary and like it would hurt yeah and then he'd be oh you don't need to tell me that don't tell me that and I was like oh fuck off honestly what a health teacher yeah what a health teacher but I did get 20 out of 20 in the sex ed test so sex ed like the health ed test I remember that yeah that was my big one at high school I just thought it was fucking hilarious putting a condom on a wooden we never did that no what yeah i've never learned how to put a condom on oh my gosh what the heck i've never been taught how to put a condom on that's so how would you know i just tell the other person to do it (laughs) oh my god yeah fuck yeah i just generally like i like i'm seeing someone now so i probably could be like (laughs) can you do (laughs) oh yeah but But you would never do that to like someone you just yeah like i've never been in a real i haven't slept with anyone that i've used a condom with that i've been like yeah i'm like comfortable you do it oh yeah so yeah. disclaimer oh my god that's so shit i just think it was the funniest thing ever i have like a video of like in year nine like me recording jess because she's touching a wooden penis oh like, my god like, oh. yeah we didn't have any of that we had um i don't know i think we had a few approachable pe teachers who like if you were like oh my god i've got an std or like i'm pregnant or something oh, you could definitely go to because those are the people you talk who've talked to you about like pregnancy and stuff but Overall, the sex education system is, like, fucking terrible. Mm. And it is so... um, When I did it, it was just so incredibly biased towards, like, a cis-hetero male. Like, it was like, ooh, wear a condom. Girls, you better be on... Like, what is it called? Fucking contraception. It's not like, um, males, it is your job to ask a woman if she is on contraception. Like, yeah. that's just my opinion. It's like, it's common courtesy to say, mm. hey, are you on contraception? Do you want... It? Like, it's a two-way yeah. thing. It's a two-way thing. We can talk about this in another episode. Mm. But um, my worst high school experience with teachers, I never really had any bad incidents with teachers. Found out one of my te- science teachers, though, in year 13, she was just, like, mega homophobic and, like, super racist and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. when I was 14, I just didn't pick up on it. Oh. So, n- actual Changes. mad disrespect for her. Mm. Like... Another question that we've got is pretty deep one. Hardest pill that you've had to swallow since growing up, and the hardest pill you have to swallow since moving out. Do you want me to? Mine's pretty deep. Oh fuck! Yeah, I thought I thought it might be. I see. I've I've been pondering. I've been, it's so hard. Do you like? Yeah, you, you take us you away. Gotta, okay. okay. It's because they are your parent doesn't mean that they'll be your parent. Oh. They'll parent you. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just because someone gave not or like as your parent doesn't yeah. mean that they're going to be your mother or father. Yeah. Yeah. So or maybe even yeah. Or act like a father or act like a mother. Ugh. So that is my hardest pill to swallow growing up, mm. and my hardest pill to swallow since moving out. Um, this is me in a run. Some people are just so fucking privileged with money. I always used to think that oh, when I move, when they move out of home, they'll know what it's like to earn money and they'll have to work hard. Mm-hmm. But there's still people who have their rent paid, their petrol paid, their holidays paid for, their clothes paid for, and they're fucking 21. And it is not fucking fair, but it's just a hard pill you it's have life. to swallow. And like, it's a really hard, it's a really hard thing to come to terms with that some yeah. people will just always have. Um, a financial drip a financial drip and support system yeah yep those are my two damn go on Alice um 
Well, I was kind of thinking along the lines of how fucked up human existence is. <laughs> it's really fucking like mm. philosophical and large, but just like how disappointed I am. In humanity? Yeah. Can you like, give us an example? Like, fuck. I, I don't know. We're just fucking killing our earth. There are so many things we could do to stop this. I, I recently just watched a David Attenborough um, documentary, but like it's something that I'm constantly thinking about. And it's, it's just disappointing. Like, if you look at any other species, they evolve, they cater to their needs, like grow, I don't know, get shit they need to help them procreate and whatnot. But like humans just seem to like push that all aside and just, I don't know whether it's a, it's a good thing that we've like been, been able to access our brains and fucking be so crazy and but nothing's sustainable yeah. and everything's based on consumption yeah. what about the hardest pill we've had to swallow since starting university slash moving out of home mm, I don't really know I mean I think I think probably I just I think it's just got to do with my family like mm-hmm. you're not with your family and that's pretty much it I miss my family a lot all the time and I don't have that connection to go home and just go see my mum and have dinner with her, you know, mm. um, and go hang out with my brother. And I've never been one to be like, oh, I'm catching a flight home next week to see my family for the weekend. Like, I yeah. live in Wellington. I'm staying in Wellington. Like, this, this is your is what, home this now. Is, yeah. But, like, it just fun. sucks sometimes. Yeah, mm. I'm, like, comprehending how far apart you are from Yeah. Yeah, that is that is my hug. Yeah, sometimes you just want a hug from your mum. Well, that's the first section done. We sped Mm. through that one. That was high school slash uni. Was actually another question. A couple of questions that came through on the Instagram quite last minute, and I just want to talk about one of them now. First time we sesh together. Oh, should we do that? First time we sesh together. Our mum's gonna listen. My mum. My mum told me to only smoke weed when I start uni. Okay, well, see, your mum just. I love you, mum. She's actually listening. Your mum's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Fun fact: my mum found it. Oh, when funny. I was in the end of year 10, me and my friends were like, oh, yeah, like, let's smoke weed because that's real cool. Like, we wanted to try it. And so we got our friend in the year above to come over and make us a makeshift bong out of, like, a Powerade bottle. And then, like, it didn't cool. work. It, like, it would not have been weed. It would have been, like, fucking herbs or Oregano. something. Oregano. <laughs> no, it, it was. It smelled like weed. Anyway, right, but okay. it didn't work. It didn't work. And, um. Yeah. So I hide the bong in the back corner of my room under some blankets because I'm fucking oh, stupid. Because yeah. you're definitely going to save that one for later. Yeah, and then mum, and I think what had happened is that I'd left my dark... I'm so dumb now <laughs> that I say this out loud. Um, I had left my diary open on the kitchen table and mum came home early from work. Mum would always come home at 5pm. It was like 4.30, she came home. She saw it open. She read that I had tried smoking weed in the weekend. And then I and I had written my day, haha, I've hidden it in the corner of my room. And she goes and finds it and brings it out and she has this conversation and oh. she's like, Look, like it's your body, you can do what you want with it, but I do not want you smoking weed because mm. you do not know what's in it. Also, we live down like a street which is really heavily yeah. run by mongrel mobs. So mm-hmm. like and that's where a lot of the weed is sourced in the area. Right. Of Havelock North, and there had been like lots of claims that like pee was going around in weed. So she oh, was shit. like, Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And so it was like, I don't want you to smoke it. You don't know what's in it. Your brain is not developed yet. Like all this shit. She's like, Do it when you're at university and your brain is developed and you know what's in it. And so I did. And that was the first time session with Alice. And my f- so the first time I smoked weed was when I was in year 10, but yeah. didn't work. And it was probably yeah. not doing anything. And then the first time I properly like, got hot it was in the hall yeah and oh, i was God. so incredibly baked oh, and all i could yeah. hear was this one <laughs> we went down to the bottom of the car park and came back up for dinner and i was so high and we were like in the line this so there's a huge line going around this this dining room and all i could hear is this one guy's voice and if he's listening to this his name is sam I don't know why. I hadn't spoken to the kid. I hadn't, like, he was not involved with any of my friends' lives at that point. Like, Wait, you could hear him talking yeah, in the thing? On from the other side of the room. Oh. All, oh. Only his voice. Literally yes. only his voice. It was so weird. And it was really stressful because then other people would talk to me and all I could hear was his voice. <laughs> and I was, like, standing in line and I just could not stop cracking up. And then it got to... Oh, I remember that. Like you were really stressed food. out. You kind of like it. And, like, I couldn't, like, hold the plate and, the plate mm. and like, 
I couldn't like concentrate on holding the plate and then like scooping the corn at the same time. Like I had to like fully zone in on scooping the corn. Like it was the hardest thing I'd ever oh fucking done in my life. And then we sat down at the table and Alice wouldn't let me watch this funny video. <laughs> what? It was this video. So yeah, was it guys? And it was that, like the dog. Thing. Oh no! Okay, okay. I have a reason for this. Okay, hold I on. Ha- let me finish the story. So then I'm sitting at the ta- at the dining table in the KJ dining room everyone who's listening who went to KJ you know how big and echoey it is I was sitting there trying to eat my fucking corn what, just wanting to watch this dog going bark 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 in a plane and all I could hear is this bloody guy Sam's voice off from the other side of the room and then I was like Alice I don't feel safe I want to go to my room I don't feel safe I remember that and like it was just so overwhelming to be honest mm. and then you were, Alice was like no <laughs> no you can't you got to finish your dinner <laughs> And I was like, I just don't like feel safe. Oh, you don't feel... I just want to go to my room. And then... I think um, I was like, it'll be fine. Okay, that's making yeah, me sound bad. Yeah, I think... I know it was fine. Yeah. But, like, it was just overwhelming. And you wouldn't let me watch the funny... Like, oh, I just was in a state yeah. where I wanted to laugh at everything. And oh you're like... <laughs> okay, okay. No, we're the in the reason. dining room. Everyone will know we're high. And it's like... Oh. I've walked... Oh. And everyone already knew because I would have been walking through that dining hall at the slowest fucking pace I've ever walked in my entire life. <laughs> And then, yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay, reason behind There's the story. story. Okay. Yeah. But, dog video. The dog, okay. If And it's two dogs in a plane yeah. and they're animated. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're sausage dogs. And it's animated and they go... So you know it if you, you know, you know. I don't know why that video was a trigger point for me during like t- year 7, 8, 9, 10. My neighbours... Used, I don't even know. I don't even know where it stemmed from, but they showed me that video. First time I saw it, I was just in the weirdest mood, and I just fucking was lying on the floor, crying, laughing so hard. Like it's funny. So, it, it, it is, but like, but like, like almost like I was having like an anxiety attack, but like in a oh. laugh. It was crazy. It was because I, I just know I don't even know why. But anyway, every, every time they tried to like tease me and play this video, and it would always bring bring me back to like how funny I thought it was. It sounds fucking messed up. I know there's probably something going wrong in my brain. Mm. <laughs> Do I need to see that? Maybe. Um, but they'd play it, and I just like burst out laughing. But it was like so uncontrollable, like uncomfortable laughter. It was laughter. kind of stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's which is I, interesting, and this has never happened to me in any other. Like, I just thought it was so funny, and it stems from it being so funny. Funny video, guys. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you'd want to watch it and you haven't watched it, Google on YouTube: two dogs in plane barking at each other, and it's an animated video. Yeah. And trust me, when you watch it, you'll know it because it's so funny. Or you could search in <laughs> dog, and then it'll come up. Um. Okay. Um. There's also a question in relation to uni, which is a bit more serious, which I feel like we could quickly delve over. It was... um, Thoughts on the growing use of MDMA Mm. with uni students and the culture around drugs at the moment? Great question. It is very obvious that MDMA is being consumed a lot more. And, I mean, it's always known as a party drug. Yeah. It's been around since, what, like the 70s? If you don't know what MDMA is, it is ecstasy. Yeah, um, it's a I drug that a people grade. take to party, and I think this has been being used for years, and it's just like, I don't know if we're just coming into it, and kind of, uh, we're getting, like, woke with it, mm. but I remember talking to this lady, and this lady that my dad knows in America, and she was telling me about this rave culture that she was in- involved in, and she started in, like, the 70s, and she was, like, party so hard. She knew... Um, she had friends who had like imagine your teeth mm. the length of your teeth right half their teeth because they ground, pretty, grinded that, it so much oh my god yeah from from oh. the side effect of this drug just like grinding your mouth um, um so what are your thoughts okay let's say it has an increase whatever we don't know if it's increased from the past but in mm. general in university culture it has there's an increased group within our social mm. group whether that's a normal thing or not what are your thoughts on the increased use of it um, currently, bad timing. Bad time. Just kind of generally. Fuck. Why do you like, say because, that? Because we're not, whatever people are taking, no one's 100% sure it's ecstasy, MDMA. It could what, be MDA. Is this be- and you're saying this because COVID's locked the borders? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, that's what, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. COVID yeah. has a st- affected people. Yeah, literally everything down to what you are consuming to party. Yeah, I think everyone who's listening who's in our age think? bracket. Mm. 
knows that the drug scene this year at Rhythm and Vines, Northern Bass, any festival, whatever you were taking and you thought it was MDMA, there's a 90% chance it was not. And I know a lot of people have had some pretty horrific experiences on it. I myself have had a pretty horrific experience, but that was about... That wasn't this news, it was the news before. What do you think? Um, I think my reaction most of my life to drugs is that it is your choice to take it mm-hmm. but don't be a fucking idiot and just get it tested also I don't think it's necessary for a flat party I don't think it's yeah. necessary like use it to enhance your mm-hmm. night don't use it because you need it to go out how depressing is that to say that you need ecstasy mm. to go to an 80 person flat party so you have a good time that, yeah that's fucking you're s- supposedly at this flat party you should be surrounded by 80 of your friends or 80 new people mm. you've got a whole night of opportunities you don't need an illicit drug you're already probably drunk <laughs> i just i think it's unnecessary now and i've seen a lot of people who have become dependent on it to socialize yeah and i don't think that it's pretty a healthy habit i think with any drug it comes with its toxicity well it's illegal for a reason yeah yeah i just think especially at the moment just get your drugs tested it's so dangerous the things that can happen like it will literally mentally scar you yeah and it's gonna fuck you up yeah, it's uh, well, yeah, yeah but I like, go off. I think my thing when... is take what you want when you want it. Um, please get it tested. I wouldn't take it every weekend at a, at a flat party. I wouldn't take it no. at some small gig. Um, look after your mates as well. Like, oh if gosh. you think someone's dependent, you should talk to them. Um, should we move on to intimacies? Okay, let's start with a nice icebreaker. What birth control are you on and why? And what have you been on if you've been on others? I am on Levelin, which is pretty, I think it's one of the basic ones. Alice and I are both on Levelin, Mm -hmm. Levelin 30. It's probably the most common contraceptive. It's It's only used for contraceptive. Yeah, there's still hormones that get pushed through your body through it. Mm. Um, That is all I've been on. Yeah, same. That's kind of the base what like contraception you're on and then if you have problems you kind of move on and like to more intense ones yeah it depends i think so i don't know how you started going on the pill but Mm. when i did i was seeing someone and i kind of could see in the near future that the p was gonna go on the v sexy time was gonna happen and so i said to my mother i was like mom like i want to go on contraception like you are just the angel child yeah well yeah. I'm not I don't want to get pregnant I'm yeah. sorry like that's literally my worst nightmare mm. um, <laughs> and she was like are you sure like let's like, and I was like yes mm. and she's like I'm glad you told me let's go on to Aww. the doctor um, and she knew I was seeing someone as well so she wasn't yeah. being like Alice going out and getting in the bush with someone random she's um, in whole phase. yeah so I went into the doctor and she essentially ran me through all the options of contraception so you can have a pill you can have an IUD which goes up into your uterus I think and it I th- uh, oh gosh yes it yeah does, it, is. it does there's it so does. many there's like anyway it goes up into your uterus and it blocks the flow of eggs to your yep. uterus and then there's one called the rod and that goes into your arm and then there's the jab which is an injection into your bum cheek and okay. that um yeah and that's one thing and then and then there's the oral contraceptive yeah. so we're on Levlin which is the oral to, contraceptive yeah. so and take all, it every day yeah so all of those other contraception options they all have their own side effects yeah. so oh god have you seen like all that shit on the internet that's like people like I've seen TikToks of people like showing the side effects pages on the pill have you ever opened that yeah it's not. it's fucking crazy it's yeah. pages for me mm-hmm. as a personal stance I would rather not be pregnant, but I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be naive and say that there's no potential bad consequences oh. in my future and regarding my reproductive health. Yeah, um, it's kind of scary. It is quite scary, it especially because like, boys don't fucking now. have any of that. No, dumb. We should yeah. probably get a sex expert on. That would be yes, cool. Six weeks is coming up that. at uni. We should do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're both on Levelin and yes. have been on anything else. Okay, intimacies. We got a question as well. How did you meet your boyfriend, Ella? I was actually I looking think at you this. Can start. This no, no, time. no. You go first. No, you start. No, you go because I'm actually genuinely curious because I read this question come in and I was like, how the fuck did Ella and Tyler like meet um, and go out? Me and my boyfriend met. After a flat party at a hooker bar, and a hooker, not stripper, not a stripper. A hooker's like those big, um, like they look like giant vape 
vases. Mm. And I met him there, didn't really think anything of him in the nicest way possible. Like, he's real cute. And I was like, oh, yeah, but, like, I, I was not in the headspace of thinking about meeting anyone. And then he told me what he did for a job. And then I, I was like, oh, like, come into work, my work, and, like, I'll make you a free coffee. Like, And then that obviously planted a seed in his mind. And when I look back on things, it was somewhat Would suggestive. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm dating him now and I'm really happy, but like at that point in time, I genuinely had no intention of like... Oh, no, no, I mean, would you have done the same if someone asked, thought the same if someone came in? Um, oh, come get a coffee for my work. I'll make you coffee. Come in. I'd be like, oh, that's really friendly. She, he probably thought you were like a babe and then you asked for coffee and he's like, oh my God, wait a minute. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And then there was a few things that happened and then um, on Instagram... I'd seen that he'd gone up the mountain and I replied to his story and this is me and those that know me in my skiing realm of things this is a very for me very normal thing to say I messaged him and I was like hey if you ever have a spare seat going up the mountain like hit me up I'll be keen and like so happy to pay gas and stuff Mm. and then (laughs) he's told me this now that he like showed his entire flat and all the boys were like oh bro she's so hitting you up she's so hitting you up which I wasn't which is really awkward and then and then I know interpretations and then there was this gig so there are three incidents and then there's this gig and his friend came up to me was just like do you like blah 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 like do you like him and I was like what the fuck like I don't even know this guy like Oh yes, this like, is a party, yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was a gig of friends with DJing. I was like, I don't even know this guy. After that, I was like, oh, he is really cute. <laughs> he is a nice guy. Ooh. Maybe I should talk to him. And then we started talking, and then we had a sleepover, and then lots of sleepovers, and now we're dating. Oh, for uh, three and a half months, but we've been seeing each other for like six yeah. months. Yeah, that's a general consensus. Um, how did I meet my boyfriend? Well, we're both in halls together, interestingly enough, but we didn't really know each other. I had been into his room once, and it was like when there was this massive party in KJ. He was DJing, and I was like, oh, cool, and then I literally just ran in and then ran out. And then, I don't even know, and then like a year went past, the whole of KJ didn't know him, and came into the start of second year, kind of flatting, flow week and whatnot. We kind of kept seeing each other at parties, and I don't, I don't actually remember saying this, but our flatmate Izzy apparently was super drunk one night, and apparently I talked to her about him, which makes sense because I thought he was cute, but I don't remember, and it wasn't like I was drunk or anything. Like I just don't remember. Okay, cut, telling cut to the chase. <laughs> um, what did our flatmate say to her? She was like, "Oh, by the way, Alice thinks you're cute," and then I don't know. Just went from there. We hung out at a party and danced together. Then had a few sleepovers and started hanging out and went out. Shot Izzy. <laughs> yeah. She so, likes to claim it. So that's how we met everyone. Parties, yeah. essentially. Get out there and yeah. socialise, people. Key socialising. And don't be afraid to reply to her Instagram because they might interpret it in a different way and then you end up dating. Mm-hmm. Okay, most awkward situation you've ever been in. Oh, you're cringing. Is it sex-related or is it just... No, it's not. Uh, oh, it could be. Yeah, let's actually, make it sex-related because it's... Straight up, queefing. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was <laughs> I can't even say it. It was literally the most awkward moment of my entire life and I feel so bad for the person. Someone farted while they were going down on me. Oh no. Yes, no. <laughs> It was like the most worst sex moment of my life. Oh. What? That's so bad. You're not meant to make him feel super embarrassed. He's not so you can't help listen. He's not going to I know, no, 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 not here, but like the fact that you would have been there. What was your initial? I was like, oh. <laughs> did he do that? And then he like laughed, and I was like, I don't want to have no. <laughs> I'm going to get to bed. <laughs> oh no. Um. God, yeah, that was awful. Ugh. Most awkward moment. Also awkward moment um, when someone finishes exceptionally fast mm. and you're just there like, yeah. Um, ah, shit. What? Yeah. <laughs> and you can't do anything about it. You feel bad for them too. It's like people can't control things. Can't help it that I'm a hot babe. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Sorry I look cute tonight. <laughs> yes. Sorry I got eyeliner on. <laughs> Sorry my li- red lips crossed me off. I said, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, you always hear the red lip on it, so oh, yeah. when you're stomping. <laughs> so I got my thought stompers on and my yeah. red lipstick. Yeah. 
no getting past me in an over 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, oh, no. sorry, I'm getting um, silly now. You go, on. Alice, what's your I don't really have... Wait, we're talking sexual, right? Sexual or general? Mine okay. was sexual. That was the first thing that came general, to mind. General, it still haunts me to this day. When I was, like, seven, I fell into a mud pool at this, like, aquarium enclosure in Australia. And I had fish food, so I was giving them, and I wanted to share them all the food around. And then I looked into this mud pile. I was like, where are the fish? So I looked really hard, leaned over you really fish far. Are in the mud. You know, I was like, well, it was You're really seven. random. It was, yeah. like, it's just a mud patch in between all these lovely little aquarium things. And I fell in. And I was covered head to toe in like thick, just mud. And I had to walk back on this walkway and pass everyone. And I cried and I had to go have a shower in the oh. owner's shower. And, but he gave me a soft toy from the shop. Now, our first kiss story. You can go first. Okay. I was talking about this. We were talking about this before. Yes. And there's quite a difference between first kiss and, you know, first kiss. My first hookup was at a film concert. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was like this, me and my friends were all the year, they were all the year above. I think they were year 12, we were year 10. No, they were year 11, we were year 10. Mm-hmm. And first time drinking. It was like end of year 10. And so amped to go to Flume. And then, I don't oh, know, it just, it just like happens in the mosh pit, you know? And you kind of have a little boogie and then turn around. And I could tell this guy was keen. He told me he loved me. He's probably on drugs. No, he wasn't. Ugh. He was year 11. Ooh. Mm. Did you know him? Mm-mm, not before that night. Oh, weird. Yeah. Was it a gross kiss? Yep. Ooh. Mm. Oh, God. Okay, I guess I should tell my yeah. first kiss story. Yeah. Um. So I had a boyfriend in year seven what? to year eight for a year. Whoa. And it's the longest relationship <laughs> I've ever been in. My longest relationship I've ever been in was year seven to year eight, and it was hardly a relationship. It was more like we were best 16? friends, but like... You know, when you're an intermediate, like, if you're friends with a guy who, like, date type stuff. But, yeah, so my first kiss was in, like, year eight, and it was behind a classroom after school, and he was running late for the bus, and I, like, really didn't want to kiss him. (sighs) But it was, like... Like, it'd been way too yeah, long, and, like, he, we planned it, yeah. and then someone tried to film it. <sighs> what, and on it, your, like, fucking flip phone? Yeah. <gasps> well, like, people had, like, those real shitty, like, Huawei things oh, by that yeah. stage. Um, yeah, so that was my first kiss behind a thing, and it was literally, like, a peck, and yeah, I same. hated kissing same. people. And then um, my first hookup was with this guy. Yeah, no, it was a different person, actually, mm-hmm. and um, I was year 10, and he'd come over and he like tried to hook up with me but like he just had gone in like Ooh. and just tried to kiss me and like hook up with me and I just laughed at him <laughs> yeah. shit but no, like I genuinely just like laughed in his face because I'm like what are you doing ha 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 and he's like oh sassy oh. poor boy's confidence probably never regained from it oh it doesn't need to regain he was an asshole to okay. me okay great yeah okay yeah. next question how not to rush into a relationship well, I mean, come on, are we advice givers, are we? Yeah, we can be we, advice givers. Yeah, but like, okay, true. Okay, I have one yeah. thing to say about rushing relationships, which kind of contradicts the idea of not rushing one. I think when you meet someone, mm-hmm. it's not hard, like a decent person who you could date, it's really not hard. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And so yeah. naturally everything yeah. happens quite quickly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to happen like within three days, but like... It's not a big deal if you're like, oh, let's go out for coffee or like, let's um, like come yeah. over and meet my flat. Like everything's really easy. And then it's just your choice of say when you want to go out for coffee, when you want to meet their flat. So like if you're trying not to rush things, but you know, it's like a good person, mm. I would say just make sure you're always putting yourself first still. So like if you've got uni work to do, just try and mm. really prioritize all the things you'd normally prioritize and then put them on the back burner. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Well, what I think about them. I don't know. a way to not rush into a relationship would be, yes, you do get very excited when you find someone and you're, like, clicking with them intensely mm. and you're like, this is very exciting. It's an, ex- an, ex- an, ex- it's an exciting time. <coughs> but you don't have to see them every single day and because you have this awesome connection that makes you really happy... You don't have to spend 24-7 with them. You should give yourself time, like, before you see each other. Like, don't spend every day together. Treasure the time you have apart with the, the person and let yourself reflect on it, how you're going, what you're feeling like. 
because if you're spending all this time with them, then you're just gonna kind of have force it upon yourself, I guess. I think I think that's a very true thing that people would do that. Do what? Force when you kind of have a little bit of something, and then you kind of just force it upon yourself because you think it's gonna be right. Yeah, reflection's really important because, um, but I know of people. Or it's really common that you meet someone when you're out on a night out. They're they're a really cool person, and there's no doubt about it. But you might get into say two weekends of sleeping with them mm. or you've gone out for coffee once or twice and then you're like shit it's like this I actually don't yeah like I actually don't think I like you that much yeah. um but you're you've rushed it too much yeah. too quickly and then you're like it's really hard to get out of it without really hurting someone's feelings yeah. so I think just or just keep make sure you're putting yourself and your friends mm-hmm. first and that person should fit into your life how it already is you shouldn't have to fully rip apart your schedule to fit them in for sure yeah and then staying on the topic of intimacies red flags i think we've talked about this i know we talked about we it have. in i think uh, we were really dating. shallow though red flags if you're having to question whether you have something going on or not you don't oh like that was one thing I learned in the past like 10 months there was this person and I was constantly like oh like what does this even mean like like and he was so just like leading me on yeah and it was an obvious red flag Mm -hmm. like you should if you don't have confidence if you don't have confidence in it it's probably not going to happen yeah and And it probably shouldn't happen it probably shouldn't happen like if you're already questioning shit now after like three four weeks of seeing someone no like mm. no sweetie like don't yeah. do that like when you meet someone that's good for you it is so easy fits um what's another red flag doesn't <laughs> introduce you to his friends yes i was gonna say along the lines of this and i feel like it's really stable one yeah Does, how they treat their mum how a man oh, treats his mum hard if if it's not with complete respect <laughs> just a red flag for me or like you know the level that, that you yeah. respect like everyone have. can get yeah. sick of their parents but yeah. like you gotta respect your mum mm. also Another thing, mm-hmm. um, how do they talk about their ex if True. they have one? Yes, if I agree. If you find a guy that comes along and they're talking absolute smack about their ex. Yeah. Unless there's a fair enough reason, like, he, he got cheated on or something. Yeah. Like, but then if, even still, you can then deal with that in a mature way. Yeah, like, I think you can have messy endings with breakups and you don't have to talk smack about the other yeah. person. You leave it there. Yeah, just leave it there. If he's yeah, constantly reflects- slamming her um, and telling you how, oh, shit, she did this, shit, she did that. She's a psycho. You might, okay, straight up, you might be the next ex. He would have the ability to talk about you like that. If he loved this person, now all of a sudden he can bash her mm. verbally. Mm. And then that could happen to you. Or imagine yeah. if, yeah. Uh, I think also, I yeah, no, I agree. How mm. he talks about his ex is a really big signpost, I think, of how one. he'd treat another person. Mm. Um, no girl or no male or no person, whatever their gender or identity, is inherently psycho or yeah. a bitch mm. or an absolute dickhead. Like, mm. often there will be things that have pushed them to be that way. And you do have to be a bit critical of a person when they are constantly talking smack about their ex. Yeah. And those are our red flags. Yes. <laughs> I especially like your, your ex one. Yeah. It's good. I good ad- it just... addition. Okay. Now we have a section um, we have written and it's called Other. Oh, yes. Of questions we have been asked. Now the first question, what is your relationship like with money? I'm pretty good at saving. Yeah. Same. Mm. I never, I never would buy like I. The only thing I spend my money on is like, like I have a lot of savings, and it's because I've been saving since I was like eleven years old. Yeah, because same. I did. I think I've been saving jobs. for uni since I was fourteen. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah, I'm a big saver, but in saying that, I do understand that you have to spend money to make money. Yeah, I don't See, know. See, I think I don't know. I've always saved, but. I think I'm more of a spender mm. than you then. Yeah. Like, I was It's kind of weird how much I don't. Like, since I've signed up to the gym. Oh, mm. that's a perfect example. Um, in my reflection of the past two years at university, I've realized that to be doing fitness, I need to go somewhere I really like going that's really mm. motivating. And if that's more money, I'm prepared to spend that because that's on my health. Yeah, see, that's And good. so for me, spending however much money is a week on these meals, mm. yes, it's expensive, but mm. it's 
a better output than me say spending seven dollars a week going to city fitness and fucking hating every second yeah. of it uh, i'd say we're both pretty good we're both pretty good yeah um we're, we're yeah wouldn't say we're bad yeah okay now what is the best and worst job experience we've had um shoot i haven't really had bad jobs i've had jobs few. that yeah. i just like aren't it sucks mm. but it's not bad my first job was catering when I was like 14 and I did that for like up until literally still do it when I go back to Auckland. Then I was, I cut up fruit for old people in this hospital and then uh, four square babysitting. The worst, I've actually, the worst jobs that I've worked is because of the management. Yeah. And more often than not, it's when you have a really selfish manager mm. and doesn't consider a team. Like, yeah. It's the people that make the, that make that make yeah. it really the next question is the biggest regret in life so far I don't know I don't really no hate to the person who asked this question but I don't really like this question or respond well to it because I don't like to think like that you know I feel like it's quite important yes you're gonna have regrets but like don't look at them as regrets I've had things that suck. Yeah, learn from it. I know, so inspirational and whatnot, but like... uh. Yeah, I think in saying that, though, there will be people that have already made really big life Mm. decisions out there and it is possible to regret them. One of my biggest regrets is probably um, saying what I said before, like cutting off people too quickly. Like, I Mm. guess it's like a defensive defense mechanism, Mm -hmm. friendship-wise. I should give people more of a chance. Um, in friendship just like mm. let them kind of show their colours instead of comparing them to bad people in my past yeah um, good interesting okay yeah well that's that one whatever yeah. okay. okay well that is everything for this week yeah I hope you guys feel like you know us better it's yeah. probably quite a long episode we'll see how much we end up editing out we will be back in two weeks time with another episode and you'll find out probably I think it's four or five days from the release of this who that person is so stay tuned on our Instagram um, if you have any feedback you'd like to give us please get in contact via our Instagram at Above Standard Podcast Woo-hoo. we're open to constructive criticism and things you like yeah we love to hear your feedback it's yeah. great love it and that's all for today so yeah. thanks for listening to Above Standard thanks for becoming our friends thanks for becoming our friend via the internet Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. bye bye <laughs>